0: What's up hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako and I am here with Lori tonight and we are talking legacies on the CW and I think Lori and I are both excited because if you've listened to any of our episodes you will know that both of us are Vampire Diaries and Originals fans so we've been like really really waiting for the new season of legacy so that we can start talking about this world and it's finally here so we're gonna talk about it
1: it is it is the best of the worst of the worst of the best (laughs) i love julie plaque i love everything about the vampire diaries but somehow legacies either you love it or you hate it and sometimes at the same time this is true but
0: I'm just saying this I I I do yeah so sorry no you're good so let's get into it um so we're picking up this is season three episode one and let's see where we left off last season let's see Josie went dark and then she's no longer dark Hope, let's see, I think she's in a magical coma. Landon was killed by Raphael, who was possessed by the necromancer. And let's see, what else is going on? I think that's pretty much it for the big kind of cliffhangers that they left us on. Did I forget anything?
1: Uh, No. Uh, Will, of course, is now fully in the Scooby gang. He found out that he was a fairy, which was just adorable, uh Wade. Caleb is still around I wish Caleb you,
0: you know don't Wade? remember that
1: Wade yes Wade yes Wade yes, yes. Wade is a fairy
0: yes he Which is I
1: thought was hysterical when they when they said when they proved it I was like oh this is gonna be fun <laughs> uh our girl Alyssa is back who nobody can stand
0: <sighs> yeah I got some things to say about Alyssa Chang <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, let's see
1: Caleb is there uh what no no I, I like Caleb I think that they should switch Caleb out for MG because I think Caleb's a better character
0: but MG is there being useless as always you uh, know, I won't say he's useless but I I really don't like the fact that they've had him pining over Lizzie Saltzman for two years now yeah it's it's one of those things it's one of the things that I'm that kind of irks me about the show but um okay so let's talk about this episode so Legacies is one of those shows that for the most part you you do have a plot that kind of carries you through the seasons but they also follow the monster of the week format for most of their episodes and this episode was no different and I was kind of amused with the monster of this episode because if you know, one of the shows that we covered when we first started this podcast was Cursed on Netflix and Cursed tells a version of the Arthurian legend and so you have Nimue as one of the main characters and then the Green Knight comes in later. So in this episode, we get Nimue, the Lady of the Lake and we get the Green Knight who is... I, I don't even know how to describe him is it, it was kind of like I don't know he felt kind of transformerish I I don't know it was it was weird it was like I, oh it oh, no okay it was it was super
1: sentai uh sort of power ranger type thing yes uh there you that go. would be more yeah yeah and, and and the thing of it is, is that I didn't really connect until you just said right now about the whole the, the whole green night thing because uh, Nimue or the Lady of the Lake came out looking like baby girl Shrek. I mean, she was all types of green, which I was like, huh, that's original, <laughs> right? She 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 reminds me of yeah, I love Grimm, and there's an episode where a, a girl basically uh, is like a toad uh, species, and she she turns green after they resolve the episode and she looked just like the actress. I thought, oh, that might be her, but that wasn't her. The Green Knight was very, very interesting, but it also was very weird the way that they did it, the way they explained it and how he acted. So that wasn't the highlight. I think the highlight was the fact that we actually got a monster that maybe wasn't evil. Maybe she was actually trying to help
0: you mean the lady of the lake yes yeah it's weird though because when she first came out of the malivore pit um of course most of the monsters that come out of the malivore pit they usually have a singular focus which is to find landon and kill landon but of course landon is already dead at this point so there wasn't really much use for her with that, so she she um, she's looking for the sword, and I don't know. It was just it was kind of weird because for most of the episode, I was really trying to decide whether or not this Lady of the Lake was evil or not. Yeah, she, she yeah. Kind of, I don't know. It's like she she approached. She approached the kids and the kids are in the middle of this field day, you know, Alaric and MG kind of put together this field day to build unity among all of the school after the events from last season with uh, Josie going dark after her extended use of dark magic and, you know, she killed... Alyssa Chang, and you know she tried to go ahead and do the Gemini merge with her twin, and it was just, you know, it, it oh, okay. Was a lot of oh, okay,
1: <laughs> okay. Re- just really, let let's let's do really quick one minute thing here. If you've never watched Legacies, Legacies is the third show of the Vampire Diaries. There's the Vampire Diaries, there's the originals, and there's Legacies. Legacies is their version of the Xavier. Sp- uh, X-Men School by Alec Saltzman, who is raising his twin daughters, who are Gemini twins, meaning they're witches, they're ciphers. And he's raising uh, Hope Michelson, who is Klaus Michelson's daughter. Yes. And they live in the old Salvatore mansion by Damon and, and Stefan, yep. who is given to them by Caroline Stav- Salvatore uh stephan's widow and they have a school for vampires which is werewolves any mythical creatures and basically the main characters have a little scooby gang landon was the odd man out with raphael landon is the special one he's a phoenix and basically
0: hijinks ensue <laughs> But really it, it and it's so funny because that's such a simplified version of the show, but it's almost like if you're watching Legacies and you don't know the background of the vampire diaries and the originals, why are you even watching Legacies? <laughs> it's just one of those things where you have to you have to have watched at least the originals in order to understand. Well, no, no you diaries have to watch both. Is, yeah. Yes because yeah. because that's where you first meet Alaric that's where you meet Caroline the girl's mother who we never see on the show speaking of which I want Caroline on the show Can you we know, n- her once well see that's the thing that really kind of made me mad the last couple seasons
1: because because at the end of the originals she shows up and she talks about the school a little bit and he goes and he visits her and she's off in Europe uh recruiting but we never now do they just not have uh uh
0: cannons um contracted for the show or what no i think i think that even though this show is built on the legacies of the two uh prequel shows if you want to call it that I think they're really trying to keep it separate. That's why we don't really see characters from the other shows. We did see Freya last season for a brief We saw Matt. We saw Matt. And and we saw Jeremy. So yes, see him every once in a while. I don't think- we saw Kai. We saw Kai. As much as I can't stand Kai, I love him as well. But yes, we saw Kai. And there have been mentions of- Damon and Elena um, as far as you know there was um, I think there was an episode where it was like an alternate universe type thing and so Damon and Elena were mentioned and their daughter was mentioned but we haven't seen any of that in the show but um, I think they're trying to keep it a separate show just built on Hope Michaelson which I understand that, but at the same time, it's it's kind of weird to me. And it's one of the it's one of the things I don't like about the show because the Michelson family in the originals has always been about always and forever. And it's always been about family, whether they were fighting and at each other's throats or whether they were, you know, standing unified against whoever the enemies were. They've always been about family and hope was kind of the catalyst to kind of really bring the family together finally at the end. So it does irritate me that we don't get to see them. I know that there have been several interviews that I've seen by Joseph Morgan where he says most likely he will not show up as Klaus in in the show, even as like in a flashback or as a vision or whatever, because he, he feels like he did what he was supposed to do with that character right. and it's now Hope's turn, which I understand, but I mean, he was like one of the most dynamic characters in that universe. I mean, he was only supposed to be on the Vampire Diaries for four episodes and then they built a right. whole show around him. So-
1: okay. Can I, can I tell you something? Yes. The first time I saw the Necromancer, remember that first episode? Yes. I thought that was Joseph Morganson in the costume. <laughs> I did. I was convinced that was him just, you know, playing a different character, but it
0: wasn't. No. Um, but that is so I funny agree. to me because we when we were watching uh, the, the episode, the new episode, my daughter and I kept looking. We were like, he seems kind of like an old, even though I don't know how you can do overdo this, but he seems like an overdone version of Johnny Depp. Like if, if Jack yeah. Sparrow was the necromancer, that's what it will be. It's a fun character, but he does tend to get on your nerves. Yes, but so the
1: origin story of how he made himself the necromancer again in the ice cream shop. It, 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 guys, you need to understand, this character is priceless. Just, pr- he's got his acolyte Ted, and it, it, some of the best stuff ever but I I think that the thing that I like about this is that we do get Alaric and by the way the gray's looking good on him They're not too bad I like the gray yeah um I like the cast in general I think that uh adding Wade in might round it out a little bit but you do have a danger of having you know too many characters in the scooby squad um I like that Alaric has just enough interaction but he doesn't overtake it. They let the kids do. But I was looking at the twins today when I was watching the episode, and um, uh, Elizabeth, she—if you look at her face, she looks just like the actress that played her her uh, bio mother. Yeah, I mean, she just sort of yes. looks almost just like her. She, in the she face. does.
0: They—they—they they, they did really good casting with the twins and when the show first came out and I saw the twins it's so funny because when you see them when they're younger they look identical Mm -hmm. and of course as they grow up they're fraternal and I I found it really interesting that of course you know you have the darker the the darker twin meaning the darker haired dark Mm -hmm. eyed version of the twin and she's supposed to be like the nurturer, the pushover. And then you have the, the lighter twin, the blonde twin, the blue-eyed twin, who is the more aggressive one. She's the one that has the mental health issues. And she's the one that's kind of on a short rope. You know, she's the one that kind of flies off the handle and everything. And then last season, those roles were reversed, you know, because Lizzie is the one who was basically trying to save her twin and josie was the one that was using the dark magic and right. even from the beginning i mean even from the first episode of the show josie was the one who used dark magic with hope so you know i kind of liked that um i kind of liked that the way that they did the the twins it's kind of like you you see them, and they present as opposites, and then they kind of they kind of role reverse, and then this this season again, so far in episode one, you've kind of got the role reversal again because Josie has kind of, I won't say retreated back into her shell, but she's feeling a lot of guilt for the stuff that she did when right. she was not in control of her magic, mm-hmm. and so she's gone back to being the quiet kind of mousy. Nancy, yeah. You know, version of herself. Yeah. And now Elizabeth is the one who is getting kind of the mean girl. She's in her mean girl phase again because people are picking on her twin. And that's one yeah. thing about them. They they don't let other people, you know, bring the other down. So right. Yeah. It's funny. And, and me, I agree. Like, they, those those young actresses are really, really good. You they know? are.
1: And and they and they really how can I put it this way? If you pay attention long enough, they really do act like their namesakes. Liz acts like Liz. Josie yes. acts like Josette. They really and truly do. Yes, I, I love the way that they've got these girls and they're written, and I love the fact that they, like you said, they go back and forth, and they have the thing, and and it's cool because you may not get a family always in forever, but you get the twins always in forever. You know, and I think that's cool. But I love I love how Liz Elizabeth tells MG I'm I may be sorry for this later. I'm sorry I ruined your day and then she goes right back into the old list.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's um like I said, I I have issues with all of the characters in in some way, form or fashion, but they're like slight things. But the, the thing about MG, I don't like the way that they have him just kind of this lost puppy type thing with Liz and yep. from yep. what I kind of gathered this season it's gonna be about Liz kind of noticing mg and noticing that he's always there for for her and maybe paying him a little bit more attention on the romantic front and I don't really want that yeah no. you know I'm I'm not I'm not very much a fan of people having to go through any kind of abuse and, you know, I mean, she's mean to him. She she has been for last two seasons. Like MG has always been a very good friend to her. He stuck up, you know, for her when nobody else did and she treated him like garbage. And so I I just, I don't want to see them together. Like if they, if she gets to the point where she she recognizes that he's a good friend to her and they just have this really awesome friendship that's not based on romance I would totally love that but yeah I I don't want to see those two together I I I think MG needs to grow a spine and he's not going to be able to do that with Lizzie I just that's my opinion And,
1: and the thing of it is the the template that they gave us with him being a ripper. You would think that he would be a little bit more aggressive, anyway, but he's not. I mean, he's like he's like I'm a ripper, but at the same time, I'm gonna open the door for you. You know, it's like,
0: eh. what well, I mean, and like Stato I said, was the same way. Think about it. Well, Stato yeah, same way. that's true. So that's I think, true. I think that extreme is kind of it's a total opposite from what being a ripper is, and I think that's just one way that they try to keep that side of their personality of that side of their character, you know, right. that characteristic kind right, of under right, control. Right. You know. Right. Now, now
1: with Caleb, I think that Caleb, I was thinking we were, I don't know if we were recording or not, but Caleb is more of my favorite character because uh Caleb to me is a stronger character. He's got more personality. And I just love watching him on screen. I mean he is so much fun. He you is. know he's like the older brother and and Alaric uh, tends to trust MG with more stuff, but whenever Alaric needs something done, he goes
0: right to Caleb. Yeah. So. Um, Caleb is one of those characters. When the when the show first started, I really didn't care for him because he really? because of the way that he was. As far as it's almost like they intended for him to be the bad character or to be like the Damon character. Of the show and Mm. then his characters kind of evolved so he is one of my favorite characters now um you know he's like the ultimate wingman for mg he's the one that's really um it's kind of like you see the friendships on the show and where landon has raphael i think caleb and mg are starting to have that same kind of brotherhood that same kind of friendship and it's good to right. see because caleb is the one that's uh the more dominant of the two he's more he's more the alpha male in that group and whereas before he used that sense of self to kind of try to be the bad influence you know Hey, we don't have to drink from bags. We need to go straight to the source, that sort of thing. (laughs) And it's like, now he's just kind of, he's chill. He's, you know, he's actually matured. And I, I, you know, I like it. He's, he still has a mischievous side to him though, but. Yes, yes he does, yes he does, but it's fun. I mean, and I think with everything that they've gone through in the last two years, as a school and as a group of friends, it's kind of like, okay, you kind of have to mature and you have to change the way that you approach some things because, you know, you've got one friend who is almost constantly falling ap- apart because she thinks that she's this broken, damaged person. And then you've got her twin who almost never seemed to fend for herself and then completely did a 180. You've got Raphael who spent a lot of last season not even there. I mean, he was he was a wolf for most of the first most of the season, yeah. And I still don't like Raphael.
1: You don't? Not 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 in the least. I do not care for the character. I I I think that if they probably would have let him be more human last season and given him a little bit more screen time. But he's not my favorite. I love Landon, uh, I, and but but Raphael just doesn't quite. I I don't know. I, I don't I, well, especially what transpired in in this episode with him, which might make him more interesting. I don't know. I I just think that something about that character just says I'm always going to be a sidekick,
0: and you know. I don't know if I get that vibe from Raf. I don't. I don't get that vibe. I mean. You have to think about it. He spent a lot of last season as a wolf and then he died and was brought back. And then he was possessed by the necromancer and killed his best friend. (laughs) Raphael is dealing with a lot of PTSD. (laughs) This is true. This is true. It makes it hard for him to be a quote unquote leading character. But like you said, In this episode, he was the one who kind of convinced Landon to rejoin, you know, his spirit to rejoin his body. And he was the one who was able to pull Excalibur out of the stone and defeat the Green Knight, which was so funny because when he pulled the sword out of the stone and then Nimue said to him, oh, you must be descended from royalty again, my mind went back to Cursed because in Cursed, we have a Black Arthur. And right, so right. with Raphael, I was like, oh, this is cute. And they, they kind of sort of favor each other, too. Yeah, yeah, Arthur. they do. But you so, knew he was going to pull out the sword because when he reaches
1: down for M.G.'s hand and his hand is, the other hand is behind his back, you mm-hmm. knew that. But the, the thing is, is that I, I like that because if that gives him more makes me like him more but he already was sort of joking with with him and and you know shows him the sword so I'm like okay that could even lead to him having a little chip on his shoulder because he saved the day or he's going to get over it and just go back to being himself
0: I yeah I don't I don't think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder because I think it's probably one of those things where and and I my daughter and I as we were watching the episode We figured that Raphael was going to be the one to pull the the sword, even especially when everyone was trying. We thought it was either going to be Josie or Mm. it was going to be Raphael. And I, I thought Raphael because he was planning to sacrifice himself or not necessarily sacrifice himself, but he was going to have the necromancer place Landon's soul into his body so that Landon can still be there You know, basically, in in a sense, he was going to become a host, which means that would have had full use of his body and Raphael would have just been there. And when they started talking about, oh, the person has to be worthy to pull the sword, I was like, oh, that's easily going to be Raphael. I mean, he's the one right now that's about to do the most selfless thing. He's about to give up his existence so that his best friend can come back to life, you know? And yeah, yeah, it. and then at the same time, yeah. I felt like that was a scenario that when Raphael got there, it made him understand that he is not just some throwaway character, you have a right. sense of worth in this group, too,
1: right? And- yeah, and, and and I really did not miss Hope most of this episode because Hope. I, okay, I like Hope, but she's so powerful. It's just like when 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 Nimue was telling them, oh, you must run for your lives and this and that and all this other, one of them G say goes, yeah, we kind of do this all the time. And they weren't, faz- they didn't run, they didn't fade, they weren't phased by it. So they says, well, the one that usually takes care of things is out of the picture, that's Hope. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was Liz, I believe that said that. and. For Liz to say that, that's something because
0: she she kind of doesn't like Hope a lot of times. You know, I mean, well, that was just that was mostly first season. I think second right. season, yeah. you know, they yeah. really did bond. They got together better. And yeah. when, you know, when Hope disappeared and came back, Lizzie said, you know, she basically was like, I really did miss you. You know, and, and it was, you know, I, I was re watching the beginning of the second season. And it was so funny because when Lizzie got her memories back and she sat up in the bed, she was like, Hope Andrea Michelson. I said, oh, this is about to be the whole, she's about to pull the mama bit, like call your full name out. And why didn't you? And that's exactly what happened. But yep, I think yep. they have they have a better understanding, especially with everything that they went through last season and most of the first season I think Lizzie was able to see a lot of the things that Hope had to go through and Hope went through a lot of that stuff by herself you know because yeah. she didn't really know how to open up to people or how to trust people and I mean think about it when the when the show first started the one time she did Landon betrayed her even though he didn't do it on purpose he didn't know what he right. was right so right right um,
1: and it's not as if she had a lot of kids to hang out with growing up.
0: No. You know, I, think I mean. The first, what, the first four, five, six years of her life, I mean, her whole family was pretty much in coffins. And Haley kept her kind of away from everybody else, you know, because they had to tell people that Hope had died as a baby. Right. You remember right, to yeah. protect her. Yeah. Yeah. So, And then
1: when she got sent to school. She gets in trouble and they send her back, you know, home because she, you know, turned the kid, you know, you know, to a hybrid, you right. know, because she wanted to belong. And it's it's like she's come around a long way. But I think that if you're gonna look at the children that probably had the best worst start in life, it would be the twins and it would be Hope. Yeah because even though the twins were around people, the twins are really, really special. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they kind of have a limited time to be twins,
0: right?
1: you know, with the Gemini thing, really makes it more so... I, I, I'm actually surprised Caroline just didn't, like, take them off and put them on, on, an, on an island somewhere, just leave them be, you know? I mean, you know, but mm-hmm. that's either here nor there. But Landon, I mean, they the character of him and the way that he's really transformed himself over the beginning to next season, I like it. I, I like how the necromancer is like, you know, I can only do this and this and this, and the lyric gets upset with him. And I, I'm watching Landon and I didn't like him. I, I'll admit the first six episodes of the first season, I kind of turned it off and went back later to finish watching it because I just didn't like it. But then I got into it and I was like, oh, okay. This is not the Vampire Diaries. This is not the originals, but it's gotten better. And last season, they really shined. I mean, the episodes with Kai, the whole Necromancer's backstory. I mean, they did a lot
0: of stuff. I'm sorry, Dark Josie made that. Dark Josie made the scene for me last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was. Haley Bryant is so good Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. doing and transforming between both sides of Josie's character. Like when she turned Dark Josie, my daughter and I were looking like, "Whoa, this is like so." Like, I kind of sort of got you know what what it made me think of like if they and i i never finished um once upon a time i only got up to like season five but if they ever Same did here. an episode where they were showing the past josie would be perfect to play regina's younger self like she was so good i can see so. that
1: be- i can see that because on on that they had uh what was it bailey madison play snow a young snow and the, i liked her betrayal, but- Mark, my husband, took one look at that and stopped watching the show until she was off because he just didn't like it. He, he, he said something years He goes, when you have young actresses and they play someone who's big or epic, either they nail it or they don't. Mm-hmm. And this kid nails it. She really. And the dark Josie stuff and the stuff with the, the what was it? The, uh, the, the merging contest that they had between the two sisters. I mean that stuff was awesome. That's when when the show is on the show is really really on and when it's off yeah go get some popcorn you know but it's gotten way better. This episode was interesting because it it was a little bit more comical. Uh, they, They had some good little jokes and I liked how they, it was not so going directly into the plot except for the last scene. Um, they have a tendency, the first couple episodes of each season, to be kind of, eh, and then by the third and fourth, they really get into it, and you're like, okay. Or, or is that just the, me?
0: I think with the first few episodes, they try to, it's almost like they try to put us in the mind frame of, okay, yeah, even though these kids are, are dealing with all of these dark, monsters and all of these you know all of this grown-up drama they are still kids so we do get we do get to see a little bit more of that kind of drama with them which is fun but um I think for me and this this kind of comes from Vampire Diaries as well I wish I think the one thing about Hope's character that kind of bothers me is the fact that like you said she's supposed to be this really really powerful character but you're basing a lot of her emotions and a lot of what she does as this character based on her relationship with this boy yeah and that bothers me like why do we especially when it comes to teenagers like the focus in Vampire Diaries was so much about Elena and Stefan and then Elena and Damon and you know I love the show it had its problems but it was fun but the Elena relationship was one of those things that was like so ridiculously toxic and you made it such a focus like my daughter's literally didn't watch the last two or three seasons because they were so sick of it at that point point. <laughs> and I don't want it to get like that with this show like I like Hope and Landon I like that they're you know in a relationship and I like that they're you know they have feelings for each other but it's I don't want that to be like the overall theme of the show like I kind of liked it when they were apart and Landon was in the relationship with Josie I thought it was cute yeah. I thought it was I thought it was much more natural at first until Josie started doing her whole jealous girl thing. And then I was like, oh, here we go with this again. It's just, it's the part that I don't enjoy. You know, overall, I I like it. I like it in small doses, but give me story, give me the monsters, give me the, you know, the drama, which is, you you know, and, and I know we're probably gonna get some more about Malivore because the Malivore pit is still open so we're still dealing right. with monsters so hopefully we'll still get some of that but I I want to see Hope be powerful on her own merit like the fact that she spent the whole first episode in a magically induced coma because she felt like she knew Landon was dead and she didn't want to come back and deal with that
1: that's yeah girl save yourself you don't want
0: to deal with that but I mean you literally dealt with both of your parents dying your uncle dying all this other stuff you literally had a a a massive dark curse in you as a child that that alienated you from your whole family you can deal with some shit (laughs) you know
1: don't forget her family forgetting she existed. Exactly. Then they had that. Then they had that one thing go after her. Yeah. Okay. Again, for those of you who haven't seen the show, Hope is the trifecta. She is all at once. Don't ask me because they. This is Vampire Diaries. She's a witch. She's a vampire, and she's a werewolf all at the same time. Yes. So, and her grandmother's crazy, but that's either here or there. <laughs>
0: What? Her grandmother oh. was crazy. Yes, <laughs> she was. But, um, you know, so Hope was, and we find that this out last season, Hope's existence as a tribrid, as, as it's called, she's supposed to be the loophole for the Malivore. She's supposed to be able to contain Malivore, and Mal- Malivore is this entity I guess is the best way to put it yeah void dark void yeah yeah see it's kind of like yeah. a toy for supernatural beings like right it, it uh, used yeah to, it used to basically um absorb supernatural beings and keep them trapped right. there and I think it started I think it started as a human and then I have to go back and rewatch season two because it, it started, started as a human
1: out. and they did the vampire diary thing where they had a group of witches who put a spell separated it and went back and it came back beasted together that sort of thing yeah yeah not quite exact but that's the gist of it
0: right oh uh, i forgot so, all about
1: that by the way yeah but <laughs> yeah yeah. So and Hope so
0: this, supposed to be the, yeah she's supposed to be the loophole the thing that can that can um i guess kill Malivore and she tried to do that last season but what we found out is because she has not activated her vampire side like she's a witch she can control herself as being a werewolf when she wants to but she has not died and come back yet as a vampire so she's only two-thirds of her of her tribe itself that's true and apparently everything has to be activated in order for Her to destroy Malivore, which is you know why we're still getting creatures coming out of the Malivore pit because Chad doesn't know how to keep his hands to himself. So (laughs) Chad's huge. Um, I I think that somewhere down the
1: line we're going to find out that Hope isn't the only Tribert, and that there's somebody else who we may not have even seen yet it's going to be the same, which will be interesting. Uh, if it is. probably her cousin, um, I, I think that the Maliboy thing is interesting because they've managed to run with it for two seasons, it looks like they're going into the third. Mm-hmm. And that that ink, so to speak, ha- uh, well, hasn't gone dry yet because they've made it interesting enough, yeah. you know? And it keeps your interest. Now, the thing that I thought was interesting is that they the, the few adults they have, and there's actually only like one adult that's Alaric, a lyric's character... No, Dorian is there. Where? When's where, the last time we seen Dorian? <laughs> we um, saw him twice last season. Okay, maybe three times. I forget Dorian is there because Dorian always is like, okay, fine, whatever. I mean, it's like he's still a lyric student, almost, you know, the way that alert treats him. And then, like I said, we get met... Eh, I think we got met, what, once or twice? I think we got that met once. That female sheriff? Yes. She's useless. Okay. I, I don't think she's clued in. I mean, and, and see, here's the thing. And this is just me speculating. The show is good. I like the show. I love the show. But for my money, it would be smart if they would bring in a certain couple's kid and have that kid go to the school. But- Correct me if I'm wrong, because I was crying so hard that I didn't catch the last major story point. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when Elena and Damon became human, did they swear off or magically can't come back to this world, or am I or, is, or did I dream that? No, they're they're in this world. I thought they said hands off; they can't have contact anymore. Not that or I remember. I must, Okay, I
0: must have been drunk. But yeah, because I'm tra- because she because technically speaking, they exist in this same in the same world because I believe there was there was a May- billboard that they showed her office. They showed her office. Yes, they showed. I think she. I I almost want to say she took over her dad. She bought her dad's old space. And it was the old yeah. office and it said doctor. Yeah. So yeah. she's, so apparently they're there and supposedly they have kids. Apparently they named their daughter after Stefan. I don't know if we'll ever get that in the show. Um, That'd be that smart be to do that though. That would be interesting. But I think I think the whole point of legacies is kind of, Keep it in that world, but also keep it separate. Although, right. although I don't know if you've seen the uh, the news in, in in internet land the last couple of days. They are doing a musical episode and they will be paying tribute to Vampire Diaries characters. They're doing a musical episode on Legacy. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just had a flashback to the epic Decade Dance episodes. <laughs> oh what I wouldn't do for one of
0: those. Well those are we, fun. We did, I, 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 I like the, the idea. So last year we did Yeah, they did. They when, did when Hope finally came back and Landon and Josie were about to uh you know, they were about to have sex for the first time and that yeah, all of that stuff. So And then they went back to the eighties. That was fun. That was fun.
1: That was yes. that was jerk. Sure. So, but I, I I okay, I like that idea. I think that idea is very, very cool. The only thing is, is that I, I'm, I'm concerned about how much they're going to focus on MG being a cute little
0: singer rapper boy. <laughs> you know, so to I, I can just see think, that. I don't know. I don't know about the rest of them, but I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe um, Danielle Rose Russell, who plays Hope, I believe that she may sing. And I have, I think I've seen video of Chris Lee, who plays Caleb, sing. I know he can dance. He is a
1: singer. Okay. Yeah, I did. I, I, I thought did, I yeah. remember that. Yes, yes so. he, he does sing. And, and, and I'm trying to remember what he was in briefly before. But yeah, no, I think he even actually was signed or is signed to a record label oh, at one point. Okay. okay. But no, that, that, no, no, Caleb can sing. Uh, um. I'd have to actually see the episode to, to give you a better opinion, but I I'm open to the idea. I like
0: the idea. Yeah. Um, and I so, think this is the right kind of show to do something like that too. I mean, it's, it's yeah. high school that, you know, it might be one of those, it might be one of those episodes where they're still trying to do the whole unity thing trying to bring the school and the students back together and they do like a musical or something like that. I can see that happening in this show. It will be, yeah. it will be fun. It would be weird because you've got vampires you've got uh witches you've got werewolves and then you've got a, a, the odd fairy you've got a phoenix so it's going to be interesting well yeah yeah, yeah. Put this together and what the
1: concept is that yeah and and we learned a few things in this episode we learned that they had never had a field trip before which was cute and we learned that the team the school is a south and damon would equally love and hate this. They are the Salvatore Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see I can just see David going, cool. I'm gonna say that way I can just see that. Um I'm looking at the TV right now and they're at that scene where you've got the boys trying to hold the green knight down with the ropes and Cable's telling them to put their back into it and they're after <laughs> and Lizzie's throwing the fight. I mean, it was so cute. I I literally stopped typing and I was like, okay, I'm actually going to watch this for a full five minutes because it's so entertaining when they do it, they do it the right way. And you just, you cannot turn away because you know, each kid's going to contribute a line or a face or something. And it's going to be like, that's why I watched this show. It it was cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's get to, let's, let's get to Miss Alyssa trying. (laughs)
1: I thought she was dead because
0: you know it's so it's so funny so I can understand her being upset because Josie killed her last semester or Mm. last season and now she's back I completely forgot about the whole thing about the necromancer bringing her back, like it's been so long since I've seen season two, because again, COVID kind of screwed everything up because usually we would have gotten the new season in like September, October. Oh yeah. Just yeah. getting it now, end of January. So I actually do need to go back and rewatch watch uh, season two, just so I can refresh my mind on, on some of the details, but I completely forgot about her backstory about her parents and her you know, setting stuff on fire and, and killing her parents. I think that's what she did. And um, I think that, I know she killed her parents. I think she accidentally set the house on fire.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Cause she was, she was a, um, a Miss Mystic Falls contestant, I believe, or something, because remember they, remember Lizzie had, had Caroline's blue dress. Yeah. She was wearing, yeah. She started out, uh, she comes from one of those good witch families if I remember correctly right no,
0: or no I think you're thinking of what was her name Penelope
1: that's who it is yes, yes. the other one that's right yes the no, one that
0: Lisa the Chang is the she's the student who I think she was unable to control her magic when she was younger and she accidentally set her house on fire and killed her parents oh yes okay oh, yeah, yeah yeah okay All and right, Lizzie got it, got it, got said it. something to her about it in this episode because of course Alyssa was you know, she was getting the other witches to kind of bully Josie because of what she did and you know trying to cast her out and just make her feel bad. And Lizzie said something to her about uh oh, she's not the only murderer here da 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 da, but at least you came pa- at least you came back and your parents couldn't or something. She said something to her and when she said, I was like oh. I forgot about that and I was like oh you know you kind of it was one of those things where I was like oh Lizzie you shouldn't have said that but at the same time I was like but you so deserved it which I felt bad because she was a little girl when that happened I mean she couldn't have been any more than seven or eight she couldn't control it but at the same time her character is such a bitch that I was just like yeah whatever whatever she
1: she you know they, they have this whole thing where they're t- choosing team captains and Lizzie apologizes to MG and she goes over and she basically wrecks whatever Alyssa is trying to do. And I love that she threatened them and the, the look on Alyssa's face was so priceless. She was like, okay, fine, but I get to pick what game we do. I mean, she is, okay, so she killed you. Normally that would be a problem <laughs> but with these kids no well, it would, yes no, it would be a problem but these kids are vampires they're witches, they're werewolves they got, the, they got one fairy they're going to be okay if something like that happens to them, they're going to come back some way or another they're, they're, just shake it off, move on to next week so she would have been fine I mean, basically what I'm saying is the amount of hell that she was giving them about
0: it was about 35 degrees more than she actually needed to yeah yeah and I have a feeling it's going to be worse now because I think she pretty much has left I don't know if she's left the school permanently but you know of course she's gone back to the necromancer and he's like okay well you want to be my acolyte and she's looking like hmm I'm like oh here we go so I like did I did not said, see that coming I don't I mind the acolyte that I mean I don't mind the necromancer but right. he, does, he does get to be a bit much. So I love him. I, uh, I, 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 I love that him. I I'm want, sorry that ice cream thing. I don't want to have to deal with him the whole season. That's really <laughs> not okay. He's a I lot. Can, I, can, I can take him in small degrees.
1: Well, okay, I'll give you that. But see, Chad, I'm I'm upset because if that means that Chad's gone, Chad's fun. He goes, this Chat, time
0: I'm going to be manager. Chad's not going anywhere. I like Chad. He's, I like he's him. So he, he's little poor. He, that poor sap. He just. <sighs> he, you know, he, I, he's I like, like next time I'm going to become manager. I'm like, oh, you poor
1: thing. Okay. I probably like the, and can deal with the necromancer probably a little bit more than you. But my thing with, with her being the forever acolyte, um, he had better watch himself. Because she looks like somebody who could learn a few tricks and take over. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes, yep. I totally get that vibe. So I mean, and and she's got, she's got the motive to do so. She wants to get, she still wants to get back at Josie. I mean, even though Josie pretty much apologized. You know, and and when Lizzie was trying to take up for her, she basically was like, "Stop! You're making things worse. They should hate me. This is what I did. I need to, I need to atone for this." You know, the fact that she wasn't, you know, taking the the cop out or the easy way out, saying, "Oh, well, I wasn't in control." You know, that I didn't do it on purpose. Or she 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 was taking full responsibility for what happened when she was using the dark magic, and so. There, You know, that's one of the things I do like about her character, but in Alyssa's mind, she doesn't care. All she knows is, oh, you killed me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I I think that of the twins,
1: I think Josie is the one that eventually, when they do, if they don't find a solution and they have the ultimate Gemini thing, I think Josie will probably win. I, I think I don't want to see, but I think that she would win based upon I, the fact.
0: I would think that she would win at first, but I think now because of what happened last season, I think if think they ever would. do get to the point where they have to do the merge, I think that she would probably let Lizzie win out of guilt. I can see that. I think I can so. see that. But hopefully, and then I, hopefully, hopefully um, they won't do that.
1: You know, but I can see and, Liz being guilty. I can see Liz really feeling crappy about it.
0: Oh yeah, or definitely. You, definitely. You know. <laughs> but yeah. You know. But I think I hope that Caroline and all of her traveling, you know, traveling so that she's never, ever, ever with her girls. Um I hope she can find a way to get out of that. That's the you know, and I think that's another thing that does bother me about this show as far as the stories that they're telling, because we hear Caroline referred to a lot. Now, anybody who has watched The Vampire Diaries would know Caroline is not staying away from those girls that long.
1: No, 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 no. Caroline is... (laughs) Caroline is their... um, She's their mother, and she gave birth to them, but she was kind sort of sorta a reluctant surrogate, and the fact that she's a vampire and she was pregnant just had me laughing the entire season. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the the actress in real life was pregnant, right? So, but as soon as I saw that, I started laughing my ass off because they would show her, you know, in various scenes in the. Up- I think this went on like for half a season until she had the baby, but I was cracking up because you know she's. She's drinking a blood bag and she's out to here, yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but she loves those girls. And the thing is, is that she's their mom and she basically gave up her entire life to go with the Lyric and to raise those girls. And she would do anything, even to the point where her and the Lyric almost got married. Even though they both knew it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do, but they wanted their girls to have a mom and dad and a family that was together. Well, and speak
0: to too, uh, Caroline was kind of heartbroken because Stefan just up yeah. and left with no explanation. So there, well, that. yeah,
1: there, there's
0: that. You know, I
1: mean, uh, don't get me wrong, the lyric is a nice guy. I mean, he,
0: he, he's, you know, he's not bad, you know. But she was. Does not do well in the romance department? Uh, like you, if I were to you, see Alaric yeah. oh, I would run the other, the other. Well, let's just
1: put it this way: he doesn't get married well. He, he,
0: we okay. He doesn't okay. get married well. well. Let's just put. He, he doesn't even date well. Let I me mean, think about it. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> think I about mean, it, Jenna, <laughs> uh, and uh, what was her name? uh Meredith was it Meredith Fell? And yeah, he don't forget his first wife don't forget elena's mother well yeah well yeah well that was that's the married well the the he doesn't yeah, marry that's
1: well yeah, yeah yeah
0: and yeah. then All joe right. would be the other one but yeah the dating yeah. record is not great either
1: this is true again they follows on this show because the sheriff the sheriff is beginning to think that something's hinky about him you yeah. know yeah you're right but you know it, it like i said this show isn't isn't about the adults, it's about the kids. Mm-hmm. And and the kids, they're, they're adorable, they really are. I love watching them. And I think that the thing that really gets me is that even though it's a lot of monster of the week or freak of the week or whatever, at the end of the day, they really pull off a decent story. I mean, season one was a lot stronger than season two. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, season two was a lot stronger than season one. Um, I think that season three, we're going to see a lot of growth. I do get tired of the freak of the week, monster of the week, because I think that when you get episodes where we bring in uh, dark Josie, when you bring in uh, the whole thing with Kai, by the way, if you ever see Kai in any type of episode, you have to watch it because it is so much fun. <laughs> he is
0: so freaking hilarious. Love him.
1: I, like, I, I do.
0: A smart ass, but you can't help but just be like, I mean... I um I did a full rewatch of Vampire Diaries over the summer and so just the scenes with him and Bonnie, just the way he talks to her and just, oh, he's, it's like you want to wring his neck, but at the same time you want him on the screen because you never know what he's going to do and you never know what he's going to say. And then it's just kind of like, I'm supposed to not like you, but why am I laughing so hard? Yeah, he's 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 a fun character, but I think he's like dead, dead now, right? I think he is. Yes. Uh, yeah, I he think is Alar- dead. I think yeah, Alaric took care of him once and for finally. A while. Yeah, yes. y-
1: yeah, Alaric. Yeah, Alaric. We see that's not the first time Alaric's killed him either.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, see, and that's <laughs> the other
1: thing. Alaric can never kill anybody like for good. He they always come back. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I think that the storyline was refreshing. We didn't get a really bad evil monster. Even the Green Knight wasn't as bad as it could have been. It was more about you know reintroducing us to the characters, mm-hmm. letting us know where they're at, and it was an okay season opener. But I expect much more for the next couple episodes because it was uh, it was cute and it saved me from thinking. Oh, when is it gonna come back? I gotta watch it. Am I gonna like it? I, I don't have to think about this. I know I'm gonna like it. It's just how dumb or how uh, crazy that they're
0: gonna get. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to the season. Like I said, we we've all. I mean, we've been. I think Vampire Diaries has been what ten altogether. Vampire Diaries and Originals. What maybe. 10 years, 11, 12, 12 years in this whole universe, starting from the beginning of Vampire Diaries. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. You know, somewhere around there. So yeah, so it's fun and it's fun to get the callbacks to the original shows. Like I said, we we do know that there's going to be a musical episode and they're going to call back to some of the characters. I would like to see more of the characters pop up if if we can. I mean, we got a little bit of Cole last, I think it was last season or- right years ago maybe Frey a but, little bit you right. know hope was having a uh, a video call with him and he mentioned Davina in the background i would love to see those two because they ended up being one of my favorite characters on both shows or on oh the and um you know maybe see freya again or get a flashback of Haley, or you know, I, I don't know. I, I would like to see her interact a little bit more with family because, because again, the Michaelsons are supposed to be about family. Like, please show a please. Can we get some Rebecca and Marcel? Um, you know, just a little something, just
1: throw well, Marcel's, Marcel's too busy getting the 30 pounds to be on NCS New Orleans. He the he he, had, he bulked up for the role, right. right and on purpose because they wanted him to have a different body frame mm-hmm. and he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't look like Marcel anymore he looks like a really 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 cute cop that is like hi how are you because <laughs> you know? because uh, when he was Marcel he
0: was too skinny <laughs> I don't think he was too skinny I like oh him. I do but, but I do but I, I think if if he sounds like that, if he, if he sounds like if you're saying he's like the cute cop, like hi, then okay, is he still going to have the edge to play Marcel? I think he would, but I mean, I think he would too. I think he would too. I would like. I, to I would I would like well, to- I, I would like to
1: see him now. The one that uh uh played Rebecca, I I don't know if she would be open to coming back because she had so many issues when she was on the originals, um. Uh, you know, because she was homesick and everything like that. I would like to see Vincent. I would like to see Freya.
0: Um what? I would love to see Vincent. Like I know, right? Yusuf Gatewood. I mean, since he's since he left uh Vampire Diaries, I've seen him on Good Omens, and then he was in Umbrella Academy. And I just I get so he- it- that See, I've is- been finished umbrella Cat. but oh did he get God. cast he- as
1: something else? Did he get cast as a lead for something else that I heard was interesting?
0: I don't know. Now I have I, to take, but but because okay, you know gotta- me, if it's not if it's if it's not like sci-fi fantasy type, uh, you know, I not that well, I don't. want I think- to, I just it, it just doesn't catch my. Uh- I no, I'm sort of there with you on that. I wanted to say it was some sort of
1: sci-fi thing, but I can't think of what it was. Anyway, um I I would like to see more of the cast. Um, they could bring Matt back easily. I, I like him. I like uh oh, okay. I, I like seeing people who are there and they don't have to be on like a huge story but just pop up every once in a while because with the vampire diaries and the originals there's enough people who are in the cast that they can continually every once in a while bring someone in and uh the biggest thing that i don't like is that because of this pandemic we can't go anywhere we have to do virtual panels and stuff but the last I think it was uh two and a half years ago they were going to have the last uh vampire diaries convention at this little hotel that's by the san francisco airport it's the one where they use for uh, star trek conventions mm-hmm. and uh and ian was going to be there and actually they both were going to be there paul and ian were going to be there and for some reason i couldn't go and yeah, then at the last think... event,
0: they canceled if I'm not mistaken, the company who does those particular conventions, um, I think they are still trying to do some conventions. That would be that's it's create there. That. And that, I know that, um, that I know that I think vampire diaries is still on their list. So I don't know. I, I actually attended a vampire diaries convention back in I wanna say it might've been 2010. Oh, wow. This, these were like the smaller conventions. There's, um, I have a couple of friends who run, who run a convention and um, they, they used to do some vampire diaries conventions uh, for a while. And um, you know, it it was, it was fun. I didn't get to see Paul at that one because I think he ended up getting called in to film. So he had to cancel his appearance for the weekend. But I did get to meet Ian. Um, did get to meet uh, Robert Prago, who played uh, Mayor Lockwood. Mm. Got to meet a couple of the other people. So it, it's a lot of fun. I would be so glad. Yes, I'm. I'm looking right now. So there are some Vampire Diaries conventions scheduled for October... In that sounds about Illinois, right. And then there's another one uh, in September in New Jersey. That sounds about right. So, and it's
1: CreateNet, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Because yeah, because CreateNet does a lot of those shows that you like. Now, uh, yes. rumor has it that they were going to be doing more of them. So yeah, but does it now? Have they added Grim? Because I keep hearing that they're going to add Grim. Not that I see. Okay, because no. they started out doing Xena. Uh, they used to be heavy into Stargate, of course, Star Trek, Vampire Diaries. Yep,
0: they still have those, yep. Originals. Uh, I'm looking now, yeah. yeah. Once Upon
1: right. a Time, they did they, they did a Once Upon a Time Con. I think they did that twice. Yeah. I, I, I see. See, here's the thing. When you like TV shows like we do and you like the fandom, if you can get in, before the pandemic, to these smaller conventions that are show-specific... You can spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh get your picture taken, uh, go to the panels, you can uh get an autograph or whatever for not that bad of a price and have a heck
0: of a good time. Not you with really this convention, huh? I said, not with this convention company. They're, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I've never gone to one of theirs because it's so freaking expensive. But, well, I've um,
1: been to the Star Trek ones on CreateNet. Now, I'm not going to lie; they're expensive, but they're not as expensive as Star Wars. But that's a different story. Oh, of course. Now, here, here, we'll see. Here's the problem. I went. Tw- we went twice. The first year we went was the very first time that they had a Star Trek convention by CreateNet, and we got silver tickets. And the silver tickets were, no, I got bronze tickets. I'm sorry. I got bronze tickets that what they do is you get a ticket and your seat. And that's the same seat that you can sit in the entire convention. Mm -hmm. Don't laugh. People who are listening to this, that is actually a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you, because if you get all open seating, you can get screwed. But if you're seat A and seat B on row 14, that is your seat. You could be late. You can stroll in halfway through. That's your seat. Yeah, got bronze. We were in the nosebleeds. Got silver, the next time. Paid oh, yeah. a lot
0: of money. Yeah, yeah, paid I a lot I of money. Know, because I'm. <laughs> yeah, but let's get back. But, let's get back to. But this. but my thing
1: is, but my thing is, is that let me just finish this and I'll go back to. It. My thing is, is that the tickets to the um the Vampire Diaries thing were actually decent price and they sold out and a lot of people didn't get to go
0: yeah so sorry tangent hopefully hopefully um you know like i said they, they do have a couple of uh, vampire diaries and originals uh conventions scheduled for later this year and i don't know how likely that's going to happen hopefully with uh the vaccine rollout and everything that You know, they've been making us do to try to contain coronavirus. Hopefully these conventions will happen. But I mean, I'm looking at the guest list for one of the conventions and you've got um, You've got people from all three shows. You've got Ian and Paul. You've got uh, Matt Davis, Alaric. You've got Danielle, Rose Russell, Hope. um, You've got Enzo, Tyler, Matt, Josh. Haley, um, Atticus, so they've got like a whole slew of characters from all three shows so hopefully we can start doing stuff like this again because that has been like that's been one of the that was one of the catalysts for me going ahead and starting this podcast because we couldn't gather at conventions anymore like we couldn't talk to our friends about these things the way Mm. we would You know, pre-pandemic, like last year, I was supposed to go to five different conventions and that would have been the most for me in like years, just because one, money, two, time, you know, my son graduated high school in June. So it's kind of like, okay, now I can stop worrying about being mommy and scheduling everything around their schedules and I can actually do something for me. And then we get this fucking pandemic and I'm stuck mm. in the house, like- Dragon Con was canceled. I was supposed to go to Dallas. Come, um, it's, it's just, oh, uh, so. Well, I, no, I,
1: I, I'm sort of there with you because for me and Mark, we, we don't have children, but we we finally got ourselves out of going to conventions and doing real vacation stuff. But we have gone and we still go, would like to go to various things. We, we, we've done Comic-Con. We've done Star Wars Celebration. We've done Star Trek cons. The only cons that we haven't really done, uh, Doctor Who, you know, Emerald City Comic Con. So, but my thing is, is that when you go, you meet your friends. Now, one of the coolest things that I did was we went to uh, Star Wars Celebration and one of the major Star Wars podcasts, actually had a live recording and we went to the live recording and it was over two and a half hours and i stood for two and a half hours listening to them talk about star wars right. it was the geekiest thing ever right cons are essential if you are a nerd because you get to see as they say your people and i love being on this podcast because i don't talk to anybody anyway and the fact that i get to talk nerddom just makes me happy
0: yeah so Hopefully, again, we get to go to cons. I would love to try to get to a a Vampire Diaries original's legacy. Oh, I would love
1: that. That Now, is there anybody who is known for not doing the cons as part of the show? Because there's always one or two.
0: Not that I can think of. Because, I mean, even... Even the one convention that I went to that was Vampire Diaries, and like I said, I think that was either two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Even cast members who were not part of the convention, they showed up. And this convention, you know, this convention is, is a smaller convention. It's Icon. They they usually host smaller mm, okay. conventions, so you right. only get about four hundred to six hundred people. But it makes the convention way more intimate. And they have a lot of activities that, you know, go on like, um, you know, karaoke shows and all this other stuff. Uh, So it's like, even with the stars that were there and they were actually on the guest list as part of the convention, like we were walking around the hotel and you see this person here and that person there. And it's like, hey, I didn't see them on the guest list. No, they came to hang out with everybody. So... I, I don't know of too many that don't do them. So Because there's always at least one or two who either think
1: that they don't need to do it because of the fan base or they just never have the time to go.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: it, it's, it's it, and I always am curious because uh, other fandoms, you'll find that after about, say, 10, 15 years of not being on the show, they start going and then they turn around, they give an interview and they say, why didn't I do this sooner? The yeah. fans are awesome
0: yeah you know which is cool Yep. Yeah, so so i'd love to see that but um let's see pulling it back to the show i think we covered everything for the show again the first episode there wasn't a lot going on just basically kind of catching us up with where the season uh excuse me where the characters left off last season and putting basically putting everybody back on the board so everything that was kind of wrong at the end of last season has kind of sort of corrected itself landon is his own body and because of that you know he did the little sleeping beauty kiss (laughs) and that was so cute and hope wakes up so hope and landon are back on the board Raphael is apparently a descendant of arthur and um You know, the rest of the gang is together. Josie remains to be seen how she's going to be this season um, on her, I guess you can call it path to redemption. Um, I do think that she's probably going to be missing for a couple of episodes because at the end of this episode, she mentioned to alaric that she needs to go and spend some time with caroline so i think she may be gone for a couple episodes i hope not too long because she is one of my favorite characters on the show but um yeah is that pandemic or is that just the story i because i wondered about that I, i i hope it's just the story um because i think They had to have filmed this season during pandemic. So I would think that if you've already gone through all of the protocols that the studios are doing with, you know, the actors, you know, they're Mm -hmm. having to do the mandatory COVID test. Like on some sets, I've been reading reports where some sets are doing it like three times a week. You have to get a COVID test. You know, they're they're really uh, segregating the cast from the crew so that there's not too much overlap or too much interaction um I have heard a lot of people um just in doing interviews from other shows how they talk about it's a really it's a really different vibe especially on shows where you have the cast and the crew they're really close right they said it's it's very different the the vibe because they can't really interact the way that they want to so I would think that if they've already put those protocols in place for filming that if they have everyone there and everyone's tested clear then they would go ahead and do that so I don't know maybe it's a personal thing maybe something maybe something came up in her schedule to where she's like okay I can't film during this particular time I don't know so or it could just be storyline related like maybe there's something that's going to happen with her character while she's gone with Caroline and when she comes back it's going to be something different different. so right I don't know I just hope it's not too long, you know, or maybe yeah, when they come yeah. back for the second episode, she may already be back, you know. They may back and come back yeah. jump, maybe a couple of weeks or something, or and- months or something. Right.
1: Yeah, because the shows are coming down to two things. They're coming down to the storyline doesn't mention covet pandemic at all, or that's all the show episodes are about.
0: Yes, and luckily for most of the shows that I've been watching. COVID is not mentioned at all. It's like, there's no pandemic. I think the only ones that I've heard it mentioned are the ones that I watch that are like reality-based. Like I watch a couple of shows on HGTV and they mention it in like um, on their social media or they they mention it a little bit in the show. But for the most part, it's kind of like, yeah, it it doesn't exist, which is great because I'm going to be honest. I've had to deal with covid now every day for the last 10 months. I don't want to watch it in my fantasy shows. Let it mm. just be that. Let it be fantasy. Let me have my let me have my make believe world where covid does not exist. Don't mention it. I I don't have to have it in my TV shows. Like it saturates enough of my life. Like I've been working from home for most of the t- last 10 months. My daughter actually had covid. A few weeks ago. I don't need, co- I don't need anything else COVID related in, in my life. So we're dealing with it in reality. Keep it out of, keep it out of my, my fantasy and my, my show. So I'm, I'm glad that they haven't mentioned it. So right, Joe, I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, we're, we're going to keep, we're going to keep talking about legacies. I think this is one of the shows Most of the shows that we do, for the most part, they have a little bit more mature subject matter or they have heavier subject matter. This show, even though they deal with a lot of dark elements, it still has an element of fun because you are talking about teenagers who are are still in school. So that's a lot of the fun aspect for me. That's one of the reasons why I can actually watch this show and enjoy it because it's not it's not ridiculously heavy it's not so depressing it's not so you know to the point where it's just like oh you know you you get the you get the heaviness and you get the drama but you also get a little bit of ridic- ridiculousness and you get some fun and you get a little bit of cheesiness and all of that i i i love when they put all of that together and give us a show like this. It's it's fun to watch and it's, you know, I, I, I'm enjoying it. So I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about it and cover it. And then that gives us, that gives us a outlet to also talk about Vampire Diaries in the original so that we're not overloading the guys with the references. Because I think Anthony and Michael are both m- more so casual viewers. I think Anthony. Right, and right. First episode. I mean, the first season and Mike. I don't know what he's watched but then also you know it gives me kind of a break because anytime i mention uh vampire diaries and my daughter is around i get fussed at because they like i said the show got on their nerves so much they don't even like mentioning it like anytime i mention, they're like don't talk about it i'm like but i liked it
1: (laughs) whereas one of my coveted most coveted possessions is the eight season dvd box set (laughs) the Vampire Diaries that's cool I I don't have the originals yet I have to get that one but yeah I I watch certain I watch shows uh that I love I watch certain shows once a year Mm -hmm. and Vampire Diaries is one of those shows that I watch once a year just to be I know I watch Vampire Diaries I watch Grimm I watch Continuum I watch Leverage I watch falling skies. And then after that, I go back to whatever I'm watching. I watch those every year because you have to, because if you don't, you miss them. And then when you need to reference something, you forget, and then you wind up spending three days
0: up all night. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I don't do it every year, but I do, I I do a vampire diaries rewatch. I think since the show has ended, I maybe have watched the whole series again twice um and I like watched it three times yeah like I said the most recent being this past summer I do plan to go back and rewatch uh the originals as well so um Did just that of, spring? like you said I'm one of those people it's like if if I don't if I'm not watching it like I'll forget certain things especially because in those last couple of seasons there was so much going on so it's kind of that last exactly season that. had too much
1: going on. I can't watch that last season. I can get up to say four or five episodes in a season eight, and then I just can't do it because it's too painful. Because I know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we won't even. Yeah, oh, won't even, yeah, and,
1: even. And, and I can't. <laughs> I, it, 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 I'm not going to go into, into anything, but I just get to a point where something, a certain thing happens. And I'm like, but see, here's the problem. The finale of the originals, I was okay. I hardly shed a tear. The finale of the vampire diaries, I didn't. I was like, oh, okay, fine, cool. I mean, I I was okay with it. Okay. I was
0: actually good. The well, I actually wasn't was- because I was so sad that the show was ending. Like, like I said, the the originals ended up being one of my like all time favorite shows. One of mine too. I was good. Like, I don't want it to end like we can find I, some way to keep it on which but I'm glad that they ended the way that they ended because they ended they ended the story very well it was like it, the it was right one of those way. things where it just they had a bullshit and they didn't pull a game of thrones on us you no, know no so, no and that's why and that's why I was okay with it because
1: look, look a certain person just passed on they didn't have to they chose to so i was good the last episode of the vampire baby when they go to that porch (laughs) i was it you know
0: yeah (laughs) i I was
1: standing you know you get up and you stand in front of your tv i was standing in front of my tv and i was bawling in front of the i stood up Mark Walczyk, what the hell's wrong with you? But yeah. there, and, and there's Uncle John. I mean, I was, I was a mess. I I've only watched it three times, and I can't do it because they managed to break me with that one episode and that one scene, and I can never forgive them. But I still love it.
0: Yeah, I got it. I got it. But. You know, we get we get to continue on with Haley and Klaus's daughter and we get to see Joe slash Caroline's daughters. But again, I, I would like to see a little bit more Michelson's in it, especially since the whole show, for the most part,
1: is supposed to be her being a star.
0: So yeah. hopefully, hopefully we'll get some semblance of Michelson's this year. I'm I'm really curious to see how they're gonna do this musical episode and how they're gonna pay homage to the vampire diary. So that's gonna be kind of fun.
1: I'm still rooting for a secret Lockwood baby that's gonna show up and be a hot little little troublemaker.
0: <laughs> no. Oh come on, that would be so much fun. I- Thinking about that, I'm like, hmm. I mean I mean, it's, I mean it's Tyler. It's possible they're no my- they, they, Tyler could have they could have just oh I didn't know the kid find out he's
1: he's Tyler Lockwood's son. He shows up, he's 16, he's a werewolf. Everybody goes gaga. I mean, come on, there's so many ways that they could throw the character some of the stuff in there, you know.
0: That's true.
1: Maybe I spent too much time thinking about the show, but I <laughs> I I think my thing is is that I they're three for three. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if they Julie Pleck keeps this train rolling and that we get a fourth show. Because it is popular enough and the numbers are good enough that if they play their cards right, they could probably get a fourth series. I mean, come on, we're three series in. I mean, I can't think of anything other than Star Trek that you start getting more than a sequel.
0: Or am I wrong? No, I'm 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 trying to think. If they were to do another spinoff, like who would it be based on? Like who would they talk about?
1: I I don't know. They they well, you know, I've always thought that they did themselves a big disservice not giving us even though we got a lot of it more of the new orleans witches or giving us a little bit more of the werewolves that were not from the bayou i mean they could go in any number of directions you know but i think that they could probably get another series out of it they could do a show with just vincent i wouldn't be mad at all i wouldn't be mad about that I'd one at all be mad not mad in the least
0: they could do vincent all day long and you know the witch, the witch that would be a good show that <laughs> would be that would be Mm, okay but anyway we're getting off track now because we could go all mm -mm, no (laughs) no so we're gonna end this right now before we talk about another before we end up talking another hour about (laughs) what other possibilities there are for this world and we'll just we'll see where it goes you know um we're right at the beginning of a third season and so we've got quite a ways to go I'm not sure exactly how many episodes is in this season, but I, th- oh, I didn't even look. I think we're in for a fun ride. Yeah, I, I agree. And and you know what? I
1: don't even care how many episodes because you know the CW does a pretty good job on gauging exactly how many episodes you're willing to watch on a show before you get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Except for Charmed. Charmed needs to just be canceled.
0: But other than that. Mm. oh okay so I, I i don't know how many episodes we have but i i can tell you that salvatore the musical will happen on episode three so not this week but next week we get
1: oh then she'll be josie episode. will be back for that so she probably is only gonna be out for one show yeah she's
0: even that that's what i think so we'll oh, see that'll be so fun we'll see so for now that is it for our show